Hello ladies and gents, you're with Adrianosaurus, I'm the coach of Adrianostoinus Rex for Supercoach BBL purposes and another wild old Supercoach round is in the books, round 9 and every week of the Big Bash this year is sort of, you know, all over the place and we can't really expect anything different with the world that we live in at the moment but, you know, if you've moved up the ranks and you've got lots of green arrows and you're shooting up the ladder, there's no way that you haven't had a bit of luck this year. And if you're sliding down the ladder, there's no way that you haven't had a bit of bad luck, you know, most likely. So don't beat yourself up too much about it if you're not doing well. Um, and, you know, ride your luck if, you, if you're somebody who's, you know, got a slice of luck because if you've played Supercoach for uh, enough years or if you're new at it, you get used to it because sometimes you, you just dealt a really rough old hand and sometimes you, you get a little bit of luck and you just take it when you can. Um, you know, the season is a wild one and we each round it's very hard to lock in, you know, that those are the games that are going to happen. I mean, in last round, you know, looking at the weather outlook, it looked like, you know, the first and last game were the best ones for weather. It looked like it was a juicy option for you to grab strikers because they were the first and last game. But then, you know, um, the game gets scrapped. So you lose your second game for the strikers. Luckily, you know, a lot of the popular, you know, players in the strikers lineup did really well in the first game. Um, you know, someone like Matt Short, for instance, was a popular you know, VC option, you know, tunned up in a nice way. And even some people took a, a pod route, you know, grabbing Siddle, and you got a big ton. Uh, look, it, it's it's a real blow, these games that get cancelled, because one of the finer games was that last game. So, you know, in my case, I, I held stars. Um, I know that they've had some COVID issues, but, you know, there was words, you know, talk out there that they'd be good to go, you know, good chance of them being good to, to go for that game. And they've you know, nicely that by the big bashers, given them, you know, a little bit more time to recover, which makes a lot of sense, but it still, you know, throws the old round into chaos. And, you know, in my case, I couldn't even fill the team. You know, I was, I was multiple players short uh, on the team, you know, and also we've had a heat game cancelled and, you know, that was a, a blow because we didn't know which players were out. And as it turns out, they were completely decimated. You lose the the sixes as well as a result because if you get COVID teams out you know you obviously lose their opposition as well now look we'll go over the round that was and and some of the good scores but let's just do a little bit of a spot on what's going to be happening moving forward number one we know that the big bash has moved and is moving currently to get everyone into a Melbourne hub um, that's going to obviously result then in them all you know being close by and they can catch up games there's going to be a player pool of you know reggie's players that if we have teams that are getting COVID cases that they can pull from that pool um someone like grant who came in had a, a ripping debut for the brisbane heat turned up got three nice poles in that game uh you know hopefully he's in the pool no he's down as a jewel turned up in his first game and he looks like a handy old cricketer he looks like a good bowler you know so they're going to be there's going to be a pool, you know, of players that teams can dip into to top up their teams. Um, so there's going to be a hub. And, and, and inevitably, the schedule is going to change um, a little bit because you might get, so like a couple of weeks ago, congratulations to all you Scorchers <laughs> owners because you got a second bonus game added into the to the 
schedule for Scorchers and you got double scores in a round where you're only expecting single scores from Scorchers. So there could be a little bit of that happening in the coming weeks. You know, there's only a few weeks of the regular season to go. They've got to catch up games. So they're going to have to add in some. There's already talk of one being added in on the 11th, which would make um, the round 11 not just a, a, a double game for the Renegades. I think it's the Sixers that go in to that round of catching up a game so you know that that'll be big you know they'll have a double game week in there as well uh look you're going to have to be malleable when you look at the schedule you're going to have to hold trades and that's something that i didn't have the luxury of due to you know the amount of players i had from teams in games that were cancelled um i couldn't get in enough unfortunately i had to use my trades to get a team yeah, as many as I could on the park, and I still fell short. But you know, we've got five trades. We we should know that. You you should know that by now. Five trades have been added in for the remainder of the season. So you've got five around to deal with what we're dealing with. You know, there's um, going to be games added in. There's going to be probably more COVID cases that are going to affect players. There's rumours that you know Moises Enriques and Sean Abbott are, uh, are caught up in the Sixers COVID. Um, cases at the moment which would be you know a popular two popular players that you lose as well from you know or probably this round at least so you've got to be malleable now i think that the um, way that you have to play the game is definitely you know in this week if the schedule goes as per program it looks like the thunder and and the hurricanes are going to go into the double game week but as we saw last week with the adelaide strikers you can't absolutely guarantee that those are going to be the two teams that are on the double game week one of them could lose a game if they start getting cases, um, and their opposition will lose, you know, be scrapped as well, most likely. Um, and then they may add in a game as well. So there might be an unexpected team that's on a double as well. You should probably, you know, bring in your players that you want. You might be targeting someone from the first game, which has got Thunder players in it. They're a hot team at the moment. They're doing well. They knocked off the uh, Scorchers, you know, two times this season. Um, they've probably got some pretty good relevant players and, you know, you might grab a couple of them, but with your five trades, you, I couldn't stress more that you should probably hold at least a two to adapt for these inevitable changes, whether it be another team that's added in and just say they add in, you know, uh, sixes, you know, they've got some great options as well. Being a good team, you might want to plug in a sixer if they've got a double game week, an unexpected double game week, and that could give you an advantage over opposition, but... The, the number one is being malleable and not wasting your trades. Don't don't go making your trades now that it's just unlocked. You may, you can do them, just reverse them and only bring in the players as you need them. So if, if you're bringing in Thunder, you, you bring in two players, bring in two and hold your three and only make those changes as you as you need to. So you need, you need to work out how you can do that, which players that you plan on trading and, and, and work at the values that you need to be able to trade at in order to be able to do it in a staggered sense and pr bring in just who you need when you need it because it could change at a drop of that a drop of a hat. Um, you know, that's that's all I've got. You know, it's it's a malleable season. Games could be taken away. Games could be added in. The five trades are there for you to be able to navigate that. I think that's very generous by the people, Tim, and the, and the team at 
uh, Supercoach BBL for us to navigate. I mean, look, it's a hard season. There's no right answers on how to fix it or you can't fix it. But I think the five trades is very generous because it allows everybody every week to sort of be able to make a change and at least have a go, you know, give it a go for the round, you know. So it's really nice. Um, that's it. Um, let's look at the round that was. Uh, look, we did lose those games, as as said, Um you know, we lo- lose the sixes, which really put me in a pickle, you know, because I had Dorcious, you know, I had um, Sean Abbott in there as well, so I had to get them out. Um, you know, and we lost the Stars and Strikers, and I had three or four Stars players, you know, so it was a double game round. They're sort of winning the Strikers, who were the double game team, you know, we had, were taken away, we had no double game, um, you know, so it was a really even playing field in a sense for, you know, captains and vice captains because it was everyone had a chance in one game um and unfortunately you know if you were someone that was sixes and stars heavy you know you were at a real disadvantage last week um look the hub is happening it's going to be a pool of reggies games will be caught up um it looks like the renegades and sixes is now a catch-up um game um or yeah in if uh, in that round they're going to be possibly on the double game uh, both of them the gates were already on it um you know but it may change um meredith you know he, that was a bit of a weird one wasn't it he he only bowled the one over you know you heard from matt matt wade that he did an injury in the warm-up and then they thought they'd just see if he could get a wicket early and, and i mean it's really cryptic and it's just weird captain or, or or team play i think if you've got someone who's got an injury who's one of your premium guns why risk them you know but it's a real blow to people who you know were stocking up on hurricanes and you know you really you, i'm someone who owns meredith you need meredith bowling four overs you know and in that first game he came back he bowled one and then got x-factored out and in this one it's like they kind of did the same thing you know because he's got an injury concern you only find out about this stuff after the game and it's really frustrating um you know and you know, this week the Hurricanes are going into a double game, and I don't even think you can play Meredith with any confidence. You know, in your starting lineup, if you knew he was bowling four over, sure, play him in your team, but he's going to have to take up a bench spot on your team because you're not going to confidently have him in there. You're not going to trade him, probably, unless he's injured and doesn't play. Um, but that kind of thing that happened last week with Meredith absolutely puts you in two minds as to, you know, well, not two minds. It, it definitely decides for me that you cannot, you know, start him in your team, even with this double game week uh, ahead. And look, you know, players like Matt Wade, you can't, he's down to 80K now. Can you play him confidently in your double game week? Probably not. He's going like a busted. So, you know, he may come off and that's what Matt Wade can do at any time. Because he's he is quality. It's just you know really inconsistent quality. Um, you know so you know you, you can't confidently put him in your starting lineup either. So there's two players with the Hurricanes. You know I was certainly wouldn't target as buy-ins. Even though Matt Wade's cheap and he's opening and he's a keeper, mate. Would you confidently bring him in? I don't know. Um, look, yeah, I, I mentioned at the top of the show Abbott and Moises. We've got to wait for you know confirmation, but. Um, you know that's that's big news because that probably hurts you know the captain and the they're almost their best player um out i know there's two more cases but there's it's only a rumor at this stage but you know i'm an abbott owner you know and you can't have 200k just sitting there on the pine 
um you know so it's it's big you know and we have to wait and see um what's the go with them um maxi covid you know and will he be back for next game we do know that they postponed the stars game you know because it was on the friday and they had a whole bunch of players coming out on the thursday they've given them some extra time you know that means that they're going to probably add add games in there's too many games getting called off now that they've got to add some in and that's why i said at the top of the show there's every chance this week could be three teams on the double game week you know we just have to wait and see and at this point where i'm recording because we've got no no big bash today because that um that's that game was cancelled um you know there's there could be more announcements to come you know today about re- next round or the round that we're going into and whether they add in um games um, look, when are the Heat players going to be back? You know, they were absolutely decimated. They went out with Reggie's big, big time. You know, all these development and, you know, club cricketers come in. Um, there was some good news stories in there. Good old Jake Lieben. Um, you know, he's one good innings in about five years of Big Bash, but he came out and played pretty well at the top of the order. Good on him. Um, and that Grant, you know, came and took, you know, there weren't three mugs either. He did really well um, taking, you know, some wickets in there. So, look, the Heat did all right i think com- compared to what i thought they'd do uh, with such a decimated lineup um but are they going to get their troops back by their next game um you know we saw that even though the stars were due to come out of um quarantine they got given extra time so we know that the heat are going to come out this week you know but will you know get it come out this week in time for their game will they this they're the saturday game so maybe maybe it's touch and go you know whether you're going to get them back so um that's something to take into consideration and particularly you know with the the hurricanes being on a double game week um you know if the heat are not back and they're going out with a reggie's team you know you probably bodes well for you know your hurricanes players if they're out there with you know 10 10 rookies in their team um Look, in the last round, there were some good scores. It was obviously Matt Short. He was a fantastic VC option, 142. So was Siddle. Um, I picked up Siddle, and I did own Short. I just didn't VC or see either of them, unfortunately. Um, 142 for Short, 135 for, for Siddle was great. Rashid Khan, 67, was pretty good. He was the most popular cap, uh, captain last week. Um, Tim David, 70. Darcy Short, 66 he's going to be someone that people probably target you know darcy short's not having a great year in bbl but he still seems to wobble his way out to a good score you know and he's probably affordable for people as well i don't know i just haven't owned him all year um but look he's doing a lot better than some of the other more popular options that people are going with um lama shane 63 he's sort of been a bit hit and miss i think he's got a couple of 40s and one really good score in there i don't know what it was the 70 or whatever but seems to be sort of warming up this year i mean he's a hurricane i don't know how many hurricanes i'd probably be keen to bring in you know we'll go through the teams when i look at next round and who i like and who i don't like but um look lemachane you know that's 63 and i think his good score was the week before as well so he seems to have been warming up in the tournament um sauce you know he's back um sean marsh and he got a 92 in super coach this week his price is very affordable um and look we know the renegades have the double game round so far <laughs> so far they have the double game round in round 11 you know and he's a he's he's a premium type player 
uh, Sean Marsh scored well this week. Nabi, he got X factored in and he got poles. He was cheap as chips, like 50 something K or something, or 60K. Uh, 80 points for Nabi. Not that I think he's a buy, you know, but I'd prefer others from Renegades, like, you know, maybe Marsh and and Richo, uh, the people I'm, you know, Richo was a good score, sorry, in 65, but they'd be my targets probably from the Renegades, but um, yeah, Nabi came on, and if you were a poor old long-suffering Nabi owner, that would have been a nice treat. Uh, Rashid Khan, we mentioned, 64 is a pretty good score, people probably had him, and when all the carnage was hitting, you know, they probably just looped him, I'd say. Um, Finch was okay with the 47, I really needed him, because I he was making up you know, I was on 300 in the 300s before that last game or last uh, round, sorry, last day of the round where I had Finch and Sams. Sams I had to captain because of, you know, the, the news of losing games there. But um, Finch was okay, 47. Majib, 66. You know, wasn't it a lucky thing for people that he was one of the ones that survived? He was one of the only ones that survived for the heat. Uh, and, you know, wasn't a superb score, but 66, you'll take it. In, in these times, <laughs> Grant, you know, one of the um, club cricketers that came in, 101 on debut, got some good wickets. He'll probably, you think, you know, would go into the pool. He's a jewel, and, you know, he's going to be bottom price. Sandu, can't he jag a wicket? You know, he got a hat trick uh, and four wickets. You know, oh, as a Sam's owner, you're just there watching Sandu clean up. It's It's a hard watch. As a, Sam, a, a Sam's captain, you know, it killed me. But, you know, Sandu's just, you know, the, they're into the double game week this week. Uh, is is Sandu going to hold his spot, you know? And, and if he is, um, he's so inconsistent. But, I mean, he's got these, when he seems like when he scores, he tons up. You know, he's just, a, he's like an anomaly. You know, I don't know if you can own him. And I don't know if you can waste a trade going on him. But he scored well last week, 113. It was a ripper of a game. Another... Another um, three-bagger for Sandu. Well, um, Jason Sanger, you know, he's gone up so much in price, 64 this week. It's not like he, you know, they had an early early collapse as well. He didn't have a heap of time out there. Um, but, you know, he scores 64. You know, he's he's gone up so much in price and he's had some sort of year. But, um, you know, the questions for next round are, are you going to, you know, fork out the money for him. Probably people will because he's been scoring so well. Um, but, you know, he's not bowling. He's bowled in the last two games. And, you know, we think that Tanvir Sanger, the other Sanger, <laughs> is going to come out of his quarantine and be good to go for their next game. Maybe. We'll have to wait and see. You know, on the coverage, they said that there are players coming back. So that's Ross, um, Sam Whiteman, you know, Tanvir Sanger. I don't think Whiteman's going to go into the team, but Tanvir Sanger will. And with Chris Green and Tanvir Sanger, I don't think Jason Sanger bowls. So he's in there as bat only. He's batting at three, which is, you know, pretty good. And he has been in good form, ripping form with the bat. But I think, you know, I was a lot more confident in him if, if he was bowling a few because he's been taking poles. And, you know, you're going to have to fork out money for just a bat own only you know, for Sanger. But people are going to bring him in. Uh, Billings was good in his last game of the BBL tournament, 52. I think, you know, it's probably Alex Ross that takes his spot there and Jilks that'll obviously take the gloves 
Um, Jukes was good, you know, with a 64. Um, you know, you're obviously going to get those keeping points as well. And Jukes looks in great, great form. Um, he's not too expensive as well, but he's going to grab the gloves as well, which is going to be an added bonus, uh, you'd think, for Jilks. Um, look, Ashtonega and Ty were the good scorers from the Scorchers. Ty is seven. A bloody, he just falls ass backward into points, Ty. You know, he gets these junk wickets at the end of um, games and even like the runouts. And it's just, he's, I had him a couple of weeks ago and I sold him because of the carnage and I regret doing it. I, you know, Agar keeps pulling out these scores as well. You now he's having little cameo innings at the bat with the bat and, you know, um, bowls quite economically. Um, good scores, 81 for Ty, 63 for um, Agar. Some, some rubbish scores, you know, it wasn't a double game round, but, you know, so you had to cop these single round scores, you know, and so it wasn't even these people that were lucky enough to have a whole bunch of strikers and get the good ones, Siddle and, um, you know, Matt Short and, you know, Rashid Khan, there was some bad ones in there as well. You know, Renshaw got a 19. You were probably going, oh, well, hopefully he picks it up in game two. No game two. Um, Nielsen, a zero. Weatherald, I was tempted to bring in Weatherald, zero. We mentioned Meredith with, with, with three. Well, oh, mate, that's really annoying. You know, knowing that they go in to use him like that and they had every intention of using him like that. You know, and you get a three in a week where your team's decimated and I'm running three down. One of them's Meredith. You know, it really heaves me off. Rogers, I brought him in because he's been having some sort of year and obviously I broke him because he got a 21 this week. It's really disappointing. Look, to be fair, you know, he got the tonk in his first over and he basically bowled his three last three overs very misly. And, you know, there wasn't, you know, the bag of wickets in there for him, but he bowled a lot better than it looked. Um, after that first over, 21 points. You know, I think he's probably a fair hold into this round if you own him, obviously because they've got the double game week. But would you buy him? Um, in that team, you know, you have no confidence with Meredith, I think, and Ellis is injured as well. Um, maybe Rogers is the only choice in there, but it just stings that he's getting 70s and 80s average for the year, and then I bring him in and he gets a 21. <laughs> McDermott, high price, and, you know, he's going out there and attacking, but it doesn't come off all the time, and we've had a couple of fails in a row. So he didn't even make his BE this week. He scored an 11. He's still very, very expensive. You know, you, you can't probably pick up these Jason Sangers and these Ben McDermott's, um, you know, so easily because they cost a lot of money. Um, look, he's got a huge, huge BE. I don't think that at this point in the year you should be worrying too much about BEs, and he's got to be a popular pick because he is one of those X-Factor players that, you know, in a double game week could absolutely rip, you know, rip the roof off. But again, you know, take double game weeks with a grain of salt because we don't even know, you know, if he goes out and does an 11 like this, you don't get a second game, you know, as an opportunity, um, you know, to pick up scores like we saw with Renshaw and Nielsen and Weatherall this week. Um, look, he costs a lot and, you know, people have probably faded him once he got to a high cost and it's worked out well for them so far because he hasn't fired a shot since those two big 100s. Wade, what a dunce, mate. He's He got that one good score in the year. His averages are going to be in the 20s. So think about how bad Lynn is going and how bad Stoinis is going. Wade is going that bad. He costs 80K now. Um, you know, is he going to be someone you target this week? I wouldn't waste a penny on him. You know, like he is opening and he is the keeper. So if you're going to be picking on roll, on the roll... 
you know, the role is good, you know, but he has not fired a shot. And if you brought him in, you are basically committing to the fact that you'd have him on the bench as one of your loops because you can't confidently play him in your team, you know. And if you did, it would just be luck that he would turn it around. Um, you know, uh, Harper, you know, he... He was a bad score this week. Went for a bit of a weird old shot there and got bowled. 10. He was somebody that I guess people would be targeting for the round 11 because he's an opener, you know, and he's the keeper. So like we were saying about Wade there, who's been stinking it up, Harper has a good role. He's probably somebody I was targeting from that team. Um, you know, there's you're going to probably go the openers and three. So it's going to be Finch. It's going to be Harper. You know, it's going to be... Um, sauce you know those are going to be the people you pick in batting you probably take richo richardson you know in the bowling department um so you know it's i don't know i don't know if i'd i'd be grabbing um harper but he's going to be a nice price anyway when you need him for next week look into the next round let's go for um the teams that we we think at this point in time are on the double like i said it could be changing at the drop of that of a hat and you know plan your week so that you can bring him in, stagger them and bring them in. So only bring in, obviously the first game, you know, is, is the Thunder. So bring in the Thunder ones you want and hold the rest of your trades. But we'll go through the teams and I'll just peg out some of the ones that, you know, I think I like and some of the ones that I'm not interested in. Just looking at the, the teams, you know, that it says are going to be having the double game round into this round 10. All right. Now my personal number one, target this week is going to be Muhammad Hasnain. We've only seen him for one game. It was a wonderful, <laughs> you know, triple wicket maiden over. And, you know, he didn't get to play in the next round because of border Queensland's silly border stuff. Um, he he's, looks like he's available, obviously, for both games this week, um, you know, because it's going to be Melbourne hub. Uh, and he bowls with some wheels. You know, he's not going to break the budget. He's 140k. And, you know, you might have been someone that had a Mahmood or some England or a Billings or whatever. Um, you know, you can go uh, Hasnain, I think, is going to be, you know, even just for his sheer ability to take a wicket. You know, he's in that mold of Meredith where Pace can take wickets, you know, and he looked sensational in that first game. Um, it's a, obviously a very short sample size, isn't it? It's risky in a sense that we only saw him in one game and he could just tank in the second game, but... Looking at their team, you know, you lose a quality player like you know, Mahmood, um, you know, and there's not a heap of other bowlers. We'll cover a couple, but there's not a whole bunch of other bowlers that interest me, and I think his price is pretty good. You know, so with the wheels and with the start, you know, I'm willing to take a punt on Hasnain. I think he's a good option. Sanger, you know, he's 203000 now, you know. Uh, if the rumor is true and someone like Abbott does have COVID, you, you know, you can probably go across, you know, um, to to someone like Jason Sanger. He's average, you know, for the year 78, you know, he's three-year-old average 87. You know, that's premium scoring. Batting at three, but in the past couple of weeks where he's been bowling, I think that we can probably put a line through that. Not 100% put a line through it, but you you worry, you know, especially if Tanvir saying is back that he's going to bowl. But, you know, for their batters, you know, him and Jilks, I wouldn't touch Hales with a 10-foot pole. Um, you know, probably in their batters, it's Sanger and um, Jilks look the best. Um, Mahmood, we know that that was his last game for the tournament. He's gone. Um, Sam's. He's having an okay year, um, but he's not having a fantastic year. Sam's 174K. He's pretty much held his value 
you know, lost a little bit, lost 30k for the year, but he's averaging 56.3. Oh, I was forced to captain him this week because of the outs that I had, uh, and I did a stupid, I went for Ben McDermott as the VC just to be a bit pottish, and you know, it almost ruined my season, makes me cry, but I had to captain Sam's, he got a 32, which is a bit disappointing. He bowled pretty well, actually, out there, and there's only the one wicket for him. Now, Sandu was getting all the bloody wickets, wasn't he? But would you buy Sam's? I just think there are better options. You know, at the price, I'd rather fork out an extra 30k, you know, and grab Sanger for the form that he's in, you know, or I'd prefer a has name. You know, I wouldn't be, I would be buying has name before I'd be bowling Sam's. Billings is finished. Jilks, you know, he's got a three-round average of 71. He looks sensational at the top of the order. It's not going to always come off. You know, you could cop a rock, a great rock early, and he'd be out for cheap, you know. But you bank on these ones that open because it's a good roll, and he's in pretty good form. So over two games, you'd hope that it comes off the way it's been coming off. Uh, and, you know, with uh, Billings gone, you know, he should be taking the gloves. So I think he's a good option. How much does he cost? 125k, you know, is not too expensive for Jilks. There was a point where we were worried about whether he was going to hold his spot, but he's kicked on since then. Um, Three-round average of 71. You know, it's, you know, Hasnane after one game or Sanger are the ones that are better. You know, so he's he's going sensationally well. Um, look, Alex Ross should come back into that team you think, um, and he'll probably take the Billings role, or th- maybe, or, 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 or one lower, I don't know, um, you know, he's averaging 43.5, I just don't know whether I'd be willing to take a punt on him, 105k, which is not breaking the budget, but again, he's outside of that top three, so it's not really, you know, 100% what I'm what I'm into. Um, Tanvir Sanger is somebody that interests me. He, look, he's averaging 50, oh, sorry, 43.2 for the year. He's 141,800. I think he's better than a 43, um, you know, in my thinking. I just like him because he's, you know, got some mystery in him and he can take, you know, a number of wickets. Look, he's got, looking at this year, he's got a 27. You know, his last two games are a four and a five, you know, which is not great. But he has got a 54, an 88, and an 81 in there over round two, three, and four. So, you know, I, I might be tempted to take a, a pun on him, you know, at uh, a 140K um, as as a bowler from the Thunder. Um, if I can't afford, you know, like I think that's probably my target. So, you know, Hasnane, you know, Sanger, I already have, you know, Sams and Jilks. Um, you know, so if I can't really fork out the 200 for a Sanger, I might take the other Sanger in Tanvir and have a punt on him. Um, look, Sandu, you got the 113. It's just, does he hold the spot? You know, you've got players coming back. And um, look, even though he got this 113, you know, his average for the year is 41 over his five matches. Uh, and, you know, his three round is 40. So, you know, you can't chase last week's points. So I, I, 81,000, you know, he'll, he'll be tempting to people who saw what he did last week and then want to grab him again. I just don't know if he's going to be in the team for both games with the with the personnel coming back. He might be one of the ones that goes out because obviously Tanvir saying is going to come back in. Um, you know, maybe that's for Hasnain, you know, but, you know, I, I mean, if not for Hasnain, for Mahmood. Hasnain will come in for Mahmood. And you'd think that Tanvir comes in and takes one of the bowlers out as well. Um, Chris Green, you know, not interested. McAndrew, not interested. Ollie Davies, you know, 28. I just don't really think that he comes in quite early enough, especially with them in good form. I wouldn't take a punt on him 
personally. It's all about, you know, the openers and, and batting at three. Um, Cutting, you know, was doing the role at the top of the order uh, recent weeks, but you know, he's gone back to where he was. Doesn't bowl enough, doesn't bat high enough. Alex Hales, you know, going like a busted 26 this week. He did a run a ball 26. We always say, you know, you grab Hales when the time is right and he can go on on a massive run. He's worth 80, 92k. He's lost money for the year. He just got out of COVID. He was the first player back, I think, from the COVID, you know, that's had COVID and recovered. He's only averaging 23.7, you know, so it would be very, very speculative if you took him, you know, and you're hoping that he would fire. Um, but he looks, you know, pretty awful out there. Um, Sam Whiteman, I don't think he's going to come back into the team personally. Doggett, you know, he didn't even make it into this round. No, Arjun Nair, no. He's played two games and they haven't bowled him or, or batted him. That's weird. Um, look, I think that's pretty much it, you know, from the Thunder. So there's my targets. You know, I've mentioned them. I, I don't know if, if I'd want to waste up all of my five trades bring, bringing in bulk ones, but they are a team in form and looking at, you know, bat and bowl, you know, stick to the openers or... I, I like Hasnain, you know, and I like um, Tanvir Sanger, you know, if you wanted a safe score, Sam's, but he's been a, he's been a nervous old watch, you know, but that's pretty much the the thunder in a nutshell for me. The other team uh, on the uh, double game week this week is the Hobart Hurricanes. Um, it's really simple, you know, the targets, I guess, uh, for me, it's going to be people like McDermott, who's got the good role at the top of the order, has been in good form. He hasn't really, you know, hit the heights in the last two games, but he costs 260k. So I guess if you own McDermott, or maybe with the five trades, it makes it easier for people to bring in McDermott. I mean, I'd rather McDermott than Wade, but, you know, Wade's 80k and McDermott is 260. And in a sense, they both have quality about them. And it's just the success rate of how, how often they come off. At the moment, it's come off a lot more for Ben McDermott than it has for Wade, but Wade's just as much chance of having a great innings over the two games, and he's, he's cut price. Um, would I buy him? You know, I don't know. I just don't know if I'd buy him if I didn't have him already. I mean, he's probably, you know, their best bat. You can't lie about that. He's the guy that is their best bat. If you were targeting their best bat and their best bowl. Um, look, with the two troops that are down, you know, Ellis and the uncertainty about Meredith, um, you know, I, I think their number one bowler is Tom Rogers. Now, he only got a 21 last game. He, cop, he copped a bit of tap early and he bowled really, really well, you know, to get himself out of the four overs. It wasn't a bunch of poles. Um, the average is 66.5, the three red average 89, you know, so it was just, this was the anomaly, you know, to, to how he's been going. He just seemed a little bit off confidence-wise. I don't know, but he, he still bowled well. Um, whether you bring him in or not, um, look, best bat is McDermott. Best bowl, I think, is Tom Rogers at 178k, but it just... I don't know. It's hard to give you an an opinion on him because I I have him for one round and it's twenty one so far. But based on his averages for the year, he's not going to be the worst person you can own over this double game week. Um, Darcy Short, you know, he is an average of forty seven point seven in the year. It's ugly as so ugly how he gets his points, but his average is forty seven point seven for the year, which is not sensational. It's probably I think it's around. Sam's type of scoring, a little under, um, but his three-run average is 67.7, 
the five run average was 54.3 so he's on an upward trajectory um 143k he did bowl in the last game as well which would be you know optim you know some make people optimistic about him let's have a look at his scoring it's been, you know, 24, 98, 34, 13, 57, 137, 66. He's not the worst. You know, he's, he's scoring okay without being great. And over the two games, you know, you could get a 70 or 80 out of him, which at this point in these times, you might take. Um, you know, it's it's always handy if you've got someone who bats high and rolls the arm over. Um, you know, that's why, you know, what's his name? Good old Tim David isn't the worst. He's average. Uh, 31 is not fantastic because he bats probably a little bit low, but Matty Wade is a kooky old captain and bowls him. His three-round average is 53, Tim David. So he's bowling overs and, you know, uh, bowling multiple overs. You know, and he comes in pretty low in the order, but under 100K, he's someone you could take a pun on. Anyway, I just go off, off the... You know, off the topic, but Darcy Short is someone who you know bats at number three, and you know at least an over. And if he bowls that first over well, he usually gets another one. Um, you know, particularly if they're you know there's Ellis is out and you got um, concerns over Meredith. Um, look, I don't think Joel Paris is back. I don't know. You know, I'd have to wait and hear if he was if he was back. Uh, Riley Meredith, yeah, averaging 46 for the year. The, the average took a hit this week, obviously, with the three. If you're an owner of him, which I am, I don't know how confidently you, you can play him in your starting lineup this week as a double game week player. You know, I wouldn't target him because of the worry about his health. Um, you know, and if he does bowl his four overs over the two games, then that's going to be a bonus for people who own him. And I, I wouldn't buy him. You know, I, I really wouldn't. You know, I. At this point in time for 140k, if I was buying, I'd buy Darcy Short before I'd buy, um, you know, I'd buy Riley Meredith. Sandeep, you know, he is 111k. His three-round average is 62, so I think his price is really nice um, for someone of his quality. And look, Sandy has had, you know, a bit of an indifferent tournament. He's you know, let's go through his scores. 44, 21, 43, 12, 11. You know, those ones will hurt you if you get that in the double game. But in recent, let's go the last three weeks, 98, 26, 63. It's a little better. Um, you know, he could be worth a punt. Um, if those Hurricanes are up against the Heat and the players are not out of quarantine, they could go in with a really inexperienced team, um, which, you know, probably bodes well for um, Lamachane, you know, and his mystery spin. Um, he's not the worst, you know, I think um, it's been probably a disappointing year, probably at about the price he started at, but he seems to be better in the most most recent weeks, he's warmed up a little bit, I think three round average, 62, you know, he's pretty good, um, look, I already mentioned Wade, you know, his average is 34.1, oh, sorry, 34.7, his three round average is 17, you know, it's worse than Marcus Stoinis for the year, so, I'm not touching Matty Wade. Now, he, he could just as soon burn, burn you over the two games, you know, but pff, you can't play him in your starting lineup. Um, Tim David, you know, the three-round average of 53 interests me. Matty Wade seems to want to bowl him, you know, so he bats, you know, uh, what does he bat? You know, five or six in the order and rolls his arm over for a couple. You know, he's, his average is 31, you know, so if he doesn't get a bat and all you are is relying on those couple of overs, then that, that could be a worry. But, um, you know, in punt land, you know, 
well, at 97, you know, I'd probably take Sandeep, you know, ahead. But I'd go Tim David before I'd go Matt Wade, you know, just quietly myself. Um, anyone else in the team? Not really. Um, that excites me uh, for this double game week. But those are the teams that it looks like, you know, on the double game week, if it all stays as, as per program. Um your five trades, you know, again, I might grab in, you know, my couple of thunder and I'm going to hold fire on those three. That's where I've been. Well, I guess I have been caught out, but I haven't been caught out because, um, you know, one of the players I sold last week was Mahmood uh, and he, he did play, you know, the, so I would, I could have used that in my score, <laughs> you know, Mahmood, but you know, so you've got to hold your trades. You have to, if you use all five going into that round one game, we, you could get burnt hard you know you can get burnt hard if just say they take the second game you know the the, the hobart hurricanes hobart hurricanes game away because the heat haven't recovered you know they did that with the stars um you know so it'll be a game around where you don't get two games out of the hobart hurricanes you know so in the first game you know i think it's probably the one you could take a punt and bring in a couple of players thunder players if if it all looks like the game's going to go ahead, you know, and you see the Thunder lineup. You could do those trades, you know, five or two minutes before lockout. You know, bring in your Thunder only ones that you want uh, and go from there. Um, you know, in next week's round, if it all goes as per program, you know, the VC, you know, is, is a good opportunity in the Thunder game. Um, you know, you could take a flyer on someone like Hasnane to clean up a whole bunch of poles. You could go Sanger, who's been, you know, really uber consistent. Um, you know, there's going to be a few options, I think, in there for VC, which, you know, you think most people are going to take from, um, you know, the Thunder. As far as Hobart Hurricanes, you know, I don't know if they've got a whole bunch that you would feel confident with a captain, you know, from. Um, but look, you know, if you're somebody that owns a McDermott, just because we know what he's capable of, he probably sticks out as the most obvious choice, doesn't he? Um, you know, until last week, Rogers would have felt like a pretty safe pick for a captain to get 70, you know. So, um, look, you can probably find a captain out of those, you know, hurricanes, I think. But that'll be the way that I sort of tackle it. Um, like I said, you know, this round is subject to change. We, uh, you know, you, you wait and see, you know, make your trades only as you need them because, if they go add in, you know, uh, a Sixers game to this week, for instance, and you get a chance at someone like a Philippi for two games or a or a Dwarshus, or if Abbott avoids the COVID, you know, he'd be a sensational one to have over two games. But that could be a possibility. You know, they've got games to add in. Add in. They, they definitely do. And it's a much easier prospect to do, you know, obviously with them all being local to each other in the hub. So... This round is is malleable. You know, you've got to wait and see what is is happening. Plan for it as as it is now on the program, which is hurricanes and thunder, which you know we saw last week could change, like like of the strikers. Um, so you know, probably pays to only do it as you need it. You know, with the um, you know bring in thunder first and then go if you're going to bring in you know Hobart hurricanes. Look, it's a, an important round, especially for head to head players. Um, I'm in a bunch of head-to-head cashies, and unfortunately, with all this carnage, I have probably had two of the worst weeks I've ever had in Supercoach in the last couple of weeks. I've played down every week, um, unfortunately. So, you know, I haven't, you know, I haven't 
oh, I mean, I'm in pretty good shape in a, a lot of them to get into the finals, but I need a good week this week. So it's a vitally, vitally important week if you're going into head-to-head play and then you're a head-to-head player or you're in cashies if you need to secure wins this week. So it's one of those ones where I think you need to hold fire and the winner, you know, you might win your head-to-head just simply being the one that, you know, plays with a little bit more restraint, you know, and doesn't all go out too gung-ho, you know, you trade in, you know, five Thunder players and then their second game gets cancelled, you know, um, that'd be a dagger. You know, you could be in the case of these strikers ones where you're a match short or a sitter owner, but that's it. You know, the, the season has been one of luck a lot and a lot of, you know, bad luck, unfortunately, for a lot of people. You know, some people have been on the end of a bit of both and some people have gone one way or the other. You've been really lucky or you've been really unlucky. So, look navigate it as best you can you know i've gone through the targets that i like from the from the teams i think there's a good couple you know each team um and you know try to have your bench and stuff set up so that you know you've got buffers if you um for instance have a game cancelled and just say you've got two later you know two players on your starting lineup that are now out of your team even if you've got the reserve on one of your players on the bench and your second non-selected reserve is does play and score you'll get both of those players' scores will come in, if you know what I mean. So if you lose two players off your bat, you won't just get your emergency, you know, from your um, selected bench batter. You'll get both of them, you know, because you lose two scores and you'll get in two scores, you know, in off your bench. So it pays to probably have as much of a stacked team as you can. If you've got two, three MPRs, you know, with the state of the competition as it is and what's been happening, that's dangerous <laughs> that's dangerous play um you know teams that did well last week were the ones that you know they lost a whole bunch and they had backups on the bench you know my backup was matt wade for his one point you know so that stinks i had one backup and you know i had jilks stuck on the bench again as well um but if you've got you know two reserve batters there and if you lose a bunch of batters you know that's the best place you can be in the same with bowlers if you lose a couple um it's good to have a loop there if you've got people because you know you're not going to confidently play matt wade or meredith you've got to have some sort of loop ability there um but it pays definitely to have um you know as many players that are scoring as you can to give yourself an opportunity if these you know the worst case scenario happens and, and teams get ruled out um good luck this week guys obviously today you know is you know no big bash at this point in time friday night with no big bash on you know i just would have thought that the bbl would have moved once they knew all right we'll give melbourne stars another you know some more time to rest but you know give their you get the opposition out there and get them versus another team that's got to pick up a game you know you could get it but i mean maybe they're trying to get the hub set but i just don't understand why they wouldn't have just tried to get a game in you know they they obviously changed it last minute last week with the bonus for everyone who owns scorches players at the last notice because they were local you know that they were able to do that um you know i would have thought it would be easy enough to find two healthy teams that uh, out of the you know the ones that need to make up games and get them into this friday night um start making you know making up some games but you know they may still do that you know we have to wait and see but i hope you will have a successful round you all deserve it in this you know year this wild year you know we'll finish off with a big thank you to tim mitchell and the team at supercoach bbl for keeping the season fun and adapting you know which they've done really well i think and really fairly 
um, for the carnage that's gone on. You know, it's been lucky for some and unlucky for others, and that probably changes the mood of everyone. But there's one thing that we can't argue and we can't dispute, and that is that Tim Mitchell and the guys have really adapted well. You know, and they've been really great to everybody in the community. So thanks, guys. Um, good luck. We'll talk at the end of the next round. Sometimes I want to pull my hair out playing Super Coach PBL this year. I'm still in 3,000 something. I'm going to push on as if I can. Make some head to finals and win some cash. Good luck, guys. May luck be on your side. Oh, I've got nothing else. Good luck. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Talk again after this round.